Welcome back to This Week in Marketing Show, also known as The Twin Show. Uh, this is your host, Ajit Islam, and today I'll be going over episode 113, which covers the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of June 13 through 17, 2022. So today, first off, we are going to talk about TikTok. TikTok has, is experimenting or is actually giving you the option to see who has viewed your post. Uh, this is in addition to the profile view where... Uh, you know, profile view, you can see who has viewed your profile. But now with the, uh, you know, with this, who has viewed your post, you know, it will allow you to see obviously who has viewed your post. Um, this is another set of data you can use to identify your most engaged followers. This is good for, you know, accounts that have smaller following, like such as ours. Uh, the only trade-off is that, you know, your our followers should be able to see when we, uh, you know, view their post too. So basically, if someone is viewing their post, we see this everything. So if you're not comfortable, then you can always opt out of this post view history, but then you won't be able to see view history from your content either. So if you don't want me to see, it's like similar to what LinkedIn has, right? Uh, it used to be good, but I'm pretty sure the way TikTok is going, mark my words, this is episode 113, that sometime in the future, uh, TikTok will probably have a paid TikTok, something like that. So TikTok is taking the best of every social media and kind of playing around with it. Like, you know, LinkedIn has a LinkedIn premium. So I'm pretty sure they're going to have a TikTok premium one day in the future. Not next month, not next year, maybe another you know, 18 months down the road, two years down the road. Anyway, enough of TikTok. Let's move on to the next one. The next update is, uh, this is something that was asked uh, to Google's John Mueller during his uh, SEO office hours. Like, hey, John, how do I make a site link appear in search, search results, right? Again, site links, if you're not familiar what site links are, site links are basically just extra links that you see uh, when you for underneath our organic results. And you don't usually control that. So when we work with clients and we say, you know, hey, you should even, even though your brand is the number one in search results, you should still put your brand, um, you know, as an ad because, you know, you control the site link extensions. But anyway, coming back, uh, you know, site links are basically additional results that sometimes Google will show under a search results. And but basically, John is saying, look, there is no structured data, there is no way to figure it out. All you need to do is basically put relevant content, put internal linking. So that way, if someone is searching and Google thinks then that your page answers it, then it, and if they're relevant in you know, the sub pages, and we're going to basically uh, go ahead and add that under the site link. So it's purely, you know, doesn't really help you much if you look at the show notes you'll see a lot more stuff but what i'm saying is that you know seo there is a science to it and there's an art to it like you really it's something comes down to expertise someone who has done seo for a long time would be able to take uh you know probably what would probably be a long page that you have and would be able to like you know slice it up into different subsections or sub pages within your site and be able to have in the internal linking and then be able to say you know and this will increase your chances and that's why we do what we do but you know uh, if not for now just remember if someone is telling you uh, hey we need to get site link up or you are wondering how can you get site link up and you're paying someone you don't have to do it it's something google does it algorithmically uh, within their system 
Okay, next up, uh, the uh, from the search console wise, uh, which is again in the SEO front, uh, Google is removing the warning levels from Google Search Console just because Google thinks you know it's very confusing. People don't understand what it is. Instead, they're going into valid and invalid. Valid refers to pages or items with critic without critical issues, while invalid. Re- uh, refers to pages or items with critical issues. Uh, so you're going to basically, if you go into Google search consoles, you're going to start seeing valid and invalid and no more warnings. Uh, and then, you know, there are different uh, categories. Uh, individual issues are still classified as error, warning, or good, which is communicated through the use of color and icons rather than a text level. So, you know, then there is, uh, so basically what that means is that, you know, when you have issues with core web vitals, mobile usability, AMP, rich results, report or URL inspections, right? Google is going to come back with you uh, different uh, categories, especially with core web web vitals. You're going to get a report, something like poor needs, improvement or good categories. Uh, So that's their mobile usability is either usable and not usable. AMP report warnings are valid and invalid labels. AMP is accelerated mobile pages, just so if you this is the new first time you're hearing about it. Uh, reach results uh, reports, you're going to get uh, valid or invalid. And URL inspection, you're going to get uh, a top level verdict, whether it's valid or invalid. And that's what it would mean is that the URL is with Google, the URL is on Google but has issues, and URL is not on Google. In fact, we did see one of our uh, blog pages was not on URL, and we got an invalid result. And then I had to go and you know, manually request that um, be added. So there you go. There's a good uh, way for you to kind of know whether you know, and you should check for all your pages. And I digress. Okay, uh, coming back, uh, the warning levels are going away in Google Search Console. So don't expect if you see valid and valid, you know what this means. Okay, moving on from Google to Microsoft. Microsoft is implementing advertiser identity verification, and this is something that has been with Google Ads for a while with for certain verticals. But Microsoft is saying to improve customer experiences, they're going to basically require advertisers to go through a verification process to confirm their legal identity as part of this program. Programs. Advertisers can complete this process with uh, Microsoft by using government-issued IDs uh, or business-related document uh, by relevant you know, regulatory authorities. Uh, Microsoft claims that the process is highly automated and it has been simplified so that advertisers can finish it fa- first, fa- fast. What, what's going on with me? I do not know. But anyway. You know, whenever I hear this thing, I mean, oh my God, if for some reason I am one of those 1% or 2% uh, in exception cases, I'm going to go through hell to get myself verified. Nevertheless, it's a good thing because now every Tom, Dick and Harry can, you know, cannot just go out and start an ad on Microsoft and just even pollute this ecosystem. That's what happened with Facebook. And, you know, we're not going to go there because Facebook this week also had this report, 26 page report on how to build your brand and online in reputations, things like that. And I was like wondering Facebook, instead of dishing out adv- advices, why not apply this to your own business and figure out, you know, how you're going to improve your brand credibility. Right. Anyway, I digress again, coming back. So this is a good thing. Uh, so just so that, you know, this is obviously applicable to the United States businesses and uh, advertisers and the other countries that are also affected. However, because our audiences are in the U.S., we're only going to focus on uh, U.S. But if you are interested, like in what other countries this apply to, go ahead and check our show notes. Okay. 
next up, uh, Google Ads Manager, and this is uh, just a helpful information. Google Ads Manager integration with Google GA4 uh, for web is open beta right now, which basically means you can link your ad manager account and Google Analytics 4 properties. Uh, please go do that because, you know, we GA4, Three is retiring next year in July. So you have a, almost a year, max a year. So you want to get start playing with it and you want to start getting this data in and check it out and make sure it kind of lines up. Uh, with that, this was a public service announcement, PSA. And let's move on to the next update. Okay, YouTube now allows corrections after publishing. Wow. What used to happen in the past was, you know, if you upload a YouTube video and you say, oh, shoot. I gave a wrong information. Now I need to, and it's been out there. It's getting engaged. I've had so many views. Now I don't want to delete it. But you, there's no way for you to update that video or put kind of something like, you know, oh, may, I made, I had a, you know, Ferrarian slip or I made a mistake or this is no longer valid or this is an update, things like that. You know how you can go back and update an article or a blog post and YouTube, there was no options up until now. Now, what you can do is you can go ahead and publish a correction, which is a corrections card. And this thing is going to pop up uh, on the screen that says corrections. And if someone clicks on it, they're going to see the corrections. So basically, it's not you're not going to be able to edit the video itself. However, you'd be able to put in a corrections card and they, people would be see, oh, there is a corrections or uh, there is an update or correction to this uh, video and click on it. It goes to the description. Um, uh, where you can actually write down what you want to uh, talk about. Hey, I made a mistake or I said something that's not right anymore. Please go check it out. So I think these are going to, this, this is going to solve two problems. Number one, it's going to solve this problem of I updated a video. It's no longer valid. I need to delete it or I need to keep it and go make a new video and upload it. And just like in you know, too many, you know, videos with a lot of false, you know, similar information, right? Uh, that's one. Number two is it's just going to be, you can quickly, you know, you don't have to do the heavy lift and quickly go in and edit and put your whatever updates you have. So never the, these are the two good things I really like. Uh, however, we'll see, remain to be seen how it's being used and how, what happens. Okay. With that, let's move on to the next update while we're in the YouTube uh, updates. YouTube has announced that YouTube shots are being watched by 1.5 billion logged in users every month. That's a huge amount considering uh, YouTube's total monthly logged in audience is 2 billion users. So the 75% of YouTube users are engaging with shots while they're logged in. This is a massive amount. However, I will tell you being skeptical and being playing the devil's advocate, I would like to see how many of them, how YouTube uh, counts uh, view or engagement. So what's the metric, right? What's the metric they're using to say, oh, it's a view and an engagement, right? That's the key. Nevertheless, uh, it's a big number. I think I'm sure Facebook has started like, you know, uh, sweating bullets and TikTok is obviously at 1 billion. YouTube is 1.5. YouTube just came around very recently, shorts. So I'm pretty sure um, maybe Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, or Meta is sweating bullets, which is what brings us to the next update, which is IG has announced new uh, Reels Remix options. Yes, uh, Reels Remix options. So number one is, you know, when you post photos on IG, and usually you cannot do anything else, but now you people will have the option 
your uh, to remix your photos uh, and add their clips whichever way you want however if you want you can turn it off but this is a good so if i post a photo and you see my photo and you have a reaction you can remix that for uh, reaction right so again ig is taking something static and allowing the users to uh, to basically make something amazing out of it so that's good the next thing is uh, ig is also or meta is also allowing you to remix your existing uh, videos longer videos into shorter clips and you can do this from creator studios and they're going to guide you through uh, i guess to trim your existing videos and help you with uploads and things like that from the creator studio so these are the two things that are really good coming out of IG. Maybe this is, uh, I don't think this is in response to YouTube's announcement. I'm pretty sure this is a feature that has been in works for some time. It's just that they're announcing it. Nevertheless, it's a good thing. I like it. Uh, I wonder how uh, YouTube or TikTok is going to, you know, counter this new update because, you know, remixing photos is great. Okay, cool. You know, but I, again, before I move away, I think Remix is a way for IG to allow you to, like, you know, in Facebook, you could share, but rather than just share and, like, you know, you can write your notes and share it, but it, because ID is such a visual platform, Remix is actually a natural extension of that, which is like, you know, hey, if you would allow someone to share this and add their expression rather than uh, writing something which most people don't like, let's, re let's put it in, uh, you know, video format. Okay, cool. Uh, moving on, uh, which is the last update of this week. Again, uh, it's a new promotional ad options from Pinterest, uh, which is Pinterest is adding two new ad options and then a partnership option as well, a paid partnership. Let's talk about the ad options. First, Pinterest is introducing new idea ads feature, which are full screen multi-page presentations with unique links similar to idea pins. Uh, you know, this is basically an idea pin that you can boost with paid marketing to get your content in front of uh, even more app users. Okay. Meanwhile, idea, let me see, uh, idea ads with paid collaboration allows marketeers to promote user created pin, uh, user created idea pin for content, right? This feature enables businesses to increase the reach of collaborating pin projects, putting your promotions in front of the creators uh, and those you pay to reach audiences. So basically, if you have a paid someone to do that, you can take their, uh, idea pin and then be able to like you know run paid uh, promotions the third thing that's coming out of pinterest is that um let's see let's see paid partnerships idea ads featured by promoted badge uh this is let me see okay so this method allows a creator to tag a partner brand in the idea pin alerting the brand to the possibility of collaborating so what this is basically saying, you know, if I am, it's just uh, affiliate marketing. That's what it is. Okay. In layman's term, based on whatever they're saying, all I'm saying is that uh, Pinterest is making it easy for the third option is to make, uh, do affiliate marketing in an easier way, which is, you know, if I get, have a, let's just say Marriott. I like Marriott hotels. And I say, you know what, I'm going to tag you. Uh, and Marriott is going to get informed and then we, I could get, uh, you know, revenue from Marriott or whatever it is they're going to give. And that's the future. Uh, the future is, uh, you know, collaborations um, because of all these micro-influences that are coming out, uh, collaborations. I mean, you know, that's how Gymshark became Gymshark. Uh, they paid influencers, micro-influencers to wear their clothes, do workouts and promote Gymshark stuff. And in in return gymshark used to give out as i know at least they gave out free gymshark products 
plus and i'm not sure how much they would pay but they have paid as well okay folks that's it for this week in marketing now you know everything to be in the know if you'd like to read more make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles once again this is your host Islam signing off until next week take care bye bye